I'm a founder in residence at WeFunder, which is this, like, as, as the industry, the VC industry knows this like vague title by design, right. Of like, just figure out something to do here. Uh, and the cool, you know, I've always, my background has always been in sales and growth and operations, uh, at startups specifically. So I came in and I was like, I'm just going to join the BD team. Cause that's what I want to do. Um, so the cool thing about that is that I got to start like end over end conversations, talking to founders who are currently fundraising. And honestly that, you know, it gave me a lot of like really cool insight to like what, what people were really going through out there. Um, and not to mention like coming from like my own place of privilege and that I, you know, I went through Y Combinator. And so when I fundraised, it was like a very different experience than what a lot of, you know, the 99% goes through. Um, so, you know, I just, yeah, I guess like that's, that's where my insights really started to grow here. And so you, you asked this like really simple question, right. Of like, what is the most impactful tactic or strategy for fundraising? And my cop-out answer is always going to be, be a good investment. Like that, that is really what you need to do now. Like I started to get all philosophical on this question immediately because, like, why does this, like, like, if that's the obvious answer, which I think everybody knows it is, why is it still a question, right? Like there's, there's this whole world in venture capital that it's, it's more than that, right? Like it needs, like the answer is like, it's something, there's more than that. And I think that, you know, when I, when I look at crowdfunding, I, I see it as this equalizer, right? Where I'm now like, oh, like the reason why I had so many conversations with VCs was because I, I have an orange Y on my LinkedIn. Right. And, and that was it. And it's this like access thing. So it's not just be a good investment. It's also happen to have access to everyone. Right. But I think that like the world is shifting a little bit, right? Like I know you've had a bunch of crowdfunding evangelists, uh, you know, on your podcast, which I appreciate immensely. Um, but I see it as like a huge, a huge, like win for the entire like startup ecosystem and that crowdfunding is a great way to prove that you're a great investment. And we're starting to see like companies that maybe even got turned down by VCs prior to, um, they raised, you know, a half mil on WeFunder and all of a sudden uh, VCs are now knocking down their door because they have that validation again. Uh, so that's the way I see it. That's the way I see the market. And I'm, I'm starting to be a real believer in, you know, maybe if you don't have this access, maybe if you're not, you know, the silver spoon isn't, you know, in your mouth or in the VC world, like crowdfunding is a great way to prove that you too can be a good investment. That is so good, man. And it's, it, it's just like a raw way to, Hey, if you have a bunch of people who believe in you, not only to buy your product, but to actually invest in your company, it's like, it, it gives me enough validation as an investor. Is there any um, tactics that we can kind of talk about that have worked for, for crowdfunding, just like playing that game first? And, and also uh, before you even answer that, is it best to start with crowdfunding or try to get some seed investment before? Or have you seen kind of a pattern around that? Oh man. So that's the, that's the great question. I actually, um, I think that doing both in tandem is a really great strategy. Um, they play off each other really well. And it's actually something that happened to me when I was raising my seed round. Um, inadvertently, this was not a strategy. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but I did do an angelist syndicate because um, this was back in 2014 and WeFunder wasn't uh, you know, really like as much of an option as it is now. 
Um, it's crazy great now. Uh, but basically the syndicate and, you know, me raising off of the pl Angelus platform played against each other. And I just raised money way faster, basically. Um, it, you know, I, I was also that story that struggled to raise at one point. Uh, and so like it was night and day, uh, I you know, you ra I raised the money in a week that I needed. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity that with WeFunder, um, and it's even better because you're still not in the, you're like taking yourself outside of the accredited investor only realm and you're getting real product validation for what you're doing. The crowd is, you know, it's, this is capitalism, right? Like the crowd is going to tell you if you're a good investment or not. Um, and they're going to drop a lot of biases that maybe VCs hold, like if you went through YC or not. Right. Um, yeah. That is so good, man. And the fact you raised the money in a week, help, help me with what those conversations actually were like. Was it like, Hey, we're doing this thing on angel list when you're talking to a VC, you're, so you're kind of like using that as BATNA, like it's going well, if it, if it actually was, and then vice versa to kind of like play off each other like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I think that that's what I see we funder founders doing as well. Right. It's like they're they're saying, like, hey, I've allocated 500 k to my WeFunder round. We're already you're and look publicly, there's momentum on it. Um, that means I have in much left. Um, are you in? <laughs> and and that's and that's the that's what you need to do, to be honest. Like it's this is a if you're not applying any sort of urgency to an investor, let, let's be honest, like they're not gonna rush to throw you money. Um, they have to, they're, they have to have their feet to the fire a little bit. And I think WeFunder is like a really great strategy to, to do that. That is cool, man. So when I was, uh, investing as an associate at a firm in San Francisco, one of the things we always, when we saw crowdfunding, it was like, ah, like that's going to be crazy on the cap table. Like I, we can't even deal with it. It was always just like an open note, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, but, but I understand that that's changing. And so I'm curious, like some ways that you've heard like overcoming any objection around the fact that you're doing crowdfunding to a VC? Oh yeah. I mean, I think to be honest, like as soon as you drop the fact that we're using SPVs to structure the investment, they're like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> like I know what that is. And there's tons of SPVs that are, in, that are making investments. And so it's all of a sudden, you know, VCs are just so much more comfortable with that concept. Um, and honestly, it's one thing that the SEC has like, you know, explicitly said doesn't trigger 12G, um, which is the like, you have to report as a publicly traded company. And that's honestly, like, I think VCs and, you know, any investor had their, you know, very good head on their shoulders if they were like, oh, if this is a cap table disaster, then like, don't do it. Um, that's just the thing of the past now, um, thankfully. Awesome. Man, well, that, that is, uh, this is really exciting. I, I really appreciate it. If I'm an entrepreneur and I'm maybe looking to get a little advice from someone who's been there, you know, just like yourself, is it best to reach out to you on Twitter or LinkedIn? Oh my gosh, LinkedIn. I, I'm like a, basically a baby boomer when it comes to social media. So I guess uh, I don't really have a Twitter account and to, for better or for worse. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn would be great. Um, Adam Roberts, yeah, at WeFunder, you can find me. I'd love to talk to any founder who who's looking for some help. Boom. Adam, this is amazing, man. Thank you so much. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>